Opinions unqualified. Welcome to uh, this week's episode. I'm Sammy. How are you? Good, mate. How are you? Mate, I have had a ripping weekend um, because basketball is back and that's, uh, as you know, a real passion of mine to get the team back on the floor. So uh, that was good. Um, how, did, uh, how did you find sort of knowing that the boys ran out and, and you weren't sort of among them? Um, it wasn't too bad because I was out on the, uh, the Friday and Saturday night. So um, I was probably a couple, couple iced teas uh, into forgetting about that. I think, so. <laughs> well, that's again, that's a, that's a, a, a reasonable excuse. You know, it's, you played for how many years? Uh, my whole life. Yeah, so a little bit of time off sometimes can't be bad. Um, all right, talking about time off, um, this guy is currently in a, a work drought. Um, <laughs> he's uh, he's doing doing his best to to turn that around. But uh, between there's, jobs, yeah. there's no better yeah. time to be unemployed than now. I think <laughs> that's an actual fact um, mm. because of uh, the COVID bonuses that are, that are happening at the moment. But I can assure you, uh, he's not a dull bludger. Uh, he's a guy that does want to work, um, but he's just uh, been unfortunate in the fact that uh, a few life circumstances haven't allowed him to. Um, so without further ado, I'd like to uh, introduce uh, the guy I call the T-Bomber, um, Troy, my big brother. So welcome. Oh, thanks, bro. You know, first time, well, interviewee and long-time listener. So uh, it's good to be on. So you have been a long-time listener. So, you know, do you listen because it's me and Sam and you love us, or do you actually think it's all right? A bit, a bit of column A, a bit of column B. I do listen to a lot of podcasts, and... I enjoy listening to this. So even if these guys, you know, weren't related to me or practically a brother, then uh, <laughs> I still would actually sit down and listen to this every week. I enjoy it. Cool. That's that's really good. Now, how much do you share it with your people and then <laughs> get out there and, and make sure that people know that we're, we're doing this? Well, whenever I talk to, I kind of mention the fact that my brother has a podcast. And they go, oh, interesting. I don't listen to podcasts. And I go, oh, okay. Well, that makes things a little bit hard. No, that's no. when you say... Well, this is the perfect first-time podcast oh. listening thing. Let Sam and Nixie break your podcast virginity. It's a gateway podcast. It gets you into the harder stuff. Yeah, or maybe. Or maybe no, they'll just like us. We, we are, are the, the pinnacle. Stuff. We yeah. are the pinnacle. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, have you ne- never used... Uh, do you listen to Opinions Unqualified on your Tinder conversations? <laughs> <laughs> Don't have a Tinder account. Okay. It's well. okay. I'm, I'm happy just uh, you know being a dad right now, so... Uh, that kind of stuff we'll just you know worry about sometime in the future. But right now, I'm just happy being Troy. Okay, all right, cool. So uh, Sam, we'll, we'll move on. So um, very happy to have you here, Troy, and and getting your unqualified opinions on um, all things uh, that come up. <laughs> I, I do have an opinion on pretty much everything, as long as it's not sport. So yeah, they all, no, is this sport? Yeah, no. some sport. Oh yeah, yeah there. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, is, uh, yeah. Um, Talk about so, your day. What um, happened today? Yeah. So anyway, I'm uh, uh, back at uni. Um, and I had my, uh, my my first uh, class today, and we uh, I'm doing singing for five weeks, which is which is beautiful, because um, I am the songbird of, of my generation. So it's uh, a class that I really thrive in. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, we were playing playing a bit of a game, and I, I felt a, a bit of a runny nose come on, and I you know I wondered what it was, and I I was all clear, and then later on I came to discover that I uh, had a blood nose. Mm. Um, which came to me thinking, you know, what do people do when they get a blood nose? Um, me personally, if I feel I'm getting a blood nose, my head's going back and it's just going running straight back into my, my brain. 
Okay, Troy. What? What? If you were firstly, you're in a university class and mm-hmm. you're probably center of attention, singing away. And I was actually lucky though because it didn't run out when I was in the class. Okay. It wasn't yeah. like a, yeah, it was a weird blood nose. I never had a blood nose that was just like didn't actually run. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's bizarre. If you were in that situation, Troy, what would you do? What's your remedy? Well, um, first we should clarify a bit though. I mean, if you tilt your head back, the blood's not going to go back to your brain, so it'll go straight to your then stomach. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, same thing. <laughs> stomach, brain. Fair enough. It's actually, yeah, yeah. as long as that's where the uh, where the brain goes. But I, um, it's been a while since I've had one. But normally, blood noses are caused by uh, like the nasal cavities. Um, sorry, the actual the blood vessels get too dry. So I'd probably just normally tilt my head forward and keep continue letting it drip out until it coagulates. Really. Talking about noses. You and Sam would have a right. like a, you could have a massive nose off, <laughs> like the two of you. Like, like so, yeah, he's got the, I'm the a better nose. I'm a winner. Like, yeah, your nose is larger, um, but um, I broke mine a couple of times, which kind of made it a little bit larger than what used to be anyway. Mine's is all natural. I'm a little weird when it comes to like a bleeding nose because I used to get blood noses, particularly in summertime when I was a kid, oh. and I worked out mm. relatively quickly that if I blew my nose, blew it out, mm. it would stop. So like it was like there was only a certain amount of blood that was in the blood yeah. nose and then blow it out. So the tissue would look like a, a murder scene <laughs> yes. like no to, to start with. Um, but after like two or three blows, it, you know, then I'd just give a little dab and it'll stop and I was fine. So um, I've probably gone the opposite. I'm trying to get it out where you're trying to hold yeah, it in. I'm just, yeah. Um, and the other thing that I found worked quite well um, but you need resources around you was to, to have a little bit of ice on the t- like your the bridge of your nose yeah right um, yeah. to just try and stop that flow a little bit I just because I think it ma- makes your you know, you swell or something I, I know pinching the actual uh, some people actually pinch the bridge of their nose to stop the bleeding but I'd say if you're blowing it out what happens is um, probably the blood has been exposed to the air so it helps it uh, clog faster hmm so, um, and I think the rule of thumb now is you're supposed to just let it lean forward, let it drip and put like a tissue there to stop it. Okay. Rather than actually tilting your head back, which is what I used to do when I was a kid. That's what I was told what you had to do. Tilt your head back? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what we were told when we were a kid as well. Just, whereas I just thought, I need to get out of this quick, so I'll just blow it out. Mm. Troy, you're sounding very qualified for opinions unqualified. <laughs> we're the first subject here and you, you're dropping knowledge. <laughs> Unfortunately, I know pretty much a bit of everything, but like I said, except for sport, which is purely Charles's domain. So when we're talking about sort of like the, the home remedies, another one mm. like with the blood nose is like, I, I hate I hate these more than I hate most things in life is when you get hiccups. Like they're the most annoying thing. Like I don't. Why do we even have them? Like it. Like why? Like why do we even get them? But it, they're the most frustrating thing on earth, and mm. I find. They're really hard to get rid of. Mm. And when I was younger, I used to get a glass of water and drink it upside down. So oh, yeah. like I'd drink yeah, from the I... top side of the, the cup yeah, and yeah, then yeah. basically have my head pointing to the ground and drink it off the top of my mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that would work. But I've like heard a heap of different things to get rid of hiccups. Is there anything that like you were told as a kid, Sam? I'm a, I'm a breath holder. Hold my mm-hmm. breath. Yeah. And like relax. Because I think like when you're really trying to get rid of it, that's when they start to get just, worse. Yeah, they they hang around. So I think yeah, I usually just try to hold my breath and and uh, relax a little bit. What about you, Troy? I, uh, I I hold my breath as well. I do remember actually trying the drinking the uh, glass you know, the glass of water upside down trick. I remember doing that at home a few times. But yeah, now I hold my breath. Um, if other people have 
hiccups, I always try and scare them. <laughs> yeah, I can't help it. I do it straight away. Uh, and that seems to work pretty well. But apart from that, yeah, it's I'm more a breath holder, really. Or, or eat something slowly. So if I actually eat something and chew it lots and, you know, uh, like 40-odd times and then swallow it and just keep on chewing and swallowing, I think the time it takes to go through that process stops your body from hiccuping and it just forgets to do it. Yeah, right. I've never heard of that one. Man, who needs Dr. Carl Wait, when you've well, got Troy? <laughs> Once again, Troy comes. No, no, that's not knowledge. That's just what I do. <laughs> so, yeah, I just... yeah, I, I know, They're the most annoying thing. I don't even know why we get them. I just think that they're just like a mean trick on us. It would be interesting to know why you actually get them. Do you know them. why you get hiccups? Yeah. Uh, it's, so it's from the diaphragm muscle. So they reckon it's like some kind of spasm that pops up in there. So um, who knows? Maybe it's some kind of errant electrical signal or something like that or maybe it's got something to do with uh, like you know when you go to sleep at night and sometimes you have like a, a spasm yeah. before you kind of pass out Yeah, maybe it's something to do with that like some kind of latent muscle energy that maybe that's what's kind of causing it I don't know it's, that's just off the top of my head do you think like hiccups are like you know when you yawn mm. and then someone next to you yawns oh, like, they, like hiccups are contagious no they're not are they I don't think they are you don't think they are I don't think I don't I've know. noticed it you notice that with yawns? Though? I've noticed yours, yours definitely yeah, all yeah. the time. So if someone yawns and then you look around the room and like, is someone else going to yawn in a second? And then they, they yawn. There wasn't that like some kind of, that was like a dating tool I used to say, like if you went to a nightclub, something like that, and like you'd kind of see if anyone was checking you out, you'd put on this theatrical yawn and you'd look around and then see if like, you know, maybe some of the female persuasion is yawning as well. So That's actually a pretty that, good idea. Wasn't, wasn't that what, I don't know, I think I remember seeing, maybe seeing it on a show or someone talking about it. I don't know if it works or not. I'll try it out this weekend and I'll get back to you. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, that's actually a really good idea. So you're sort of standing there looking all suave and... Nice big yawn. I'm actually... I, I'm quite a big yawner. Like, I yawn... I reckon I yawn more than anyone else. And so I do notice quite a lot of the time when I'm sitting next to someone and I yawn. Oh, I, don't know. I, de- I definitely pass off the yawn quite Sandy's often. Sandy's the centre of attention. No. Nah. Everyone's focusing on the man. Nah. I think it's just natural. But anyway, well, that's enough of yawns and, and, yeah. and hiccups and stuff. But home remedies, right? Yep. Another one of mine. Mm. When I feel like I'm getting a cold or something like that, mm. I have some whiskey. Make sure I real smell it. Let it hit the throat. And I reckon that does a trick for me. Yep. Ah. I um what I can normally do is when I come cold coming down, I'd actually get like a ginger root and I'd peel it and then cut up fine and then boil it with a bit of honey and just drink like liters of that and it destroys well anything in my in my throat really that I reckon that's gonna cause any illness. So that that was my little remedy. Um for me, if I want to stay healthy, I make sure I exercise regularly. I make sure I eat healthy enough and you have a lot of sexual contact because apparently Seriously, mm-hmm. apparently that uh, increases your immune system and stops you from getting sick. So if you have a, a healthy sex life, then it's unlikely you're going to get sick. I guess that's why I'm yeah. so well lately. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's what I've been told. Like, so that's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to do. Is that, is, is that what you've been told, or what, you, what you're trying to believe? <laughs> Who wouldn't want to believe that? Let's be honest. Like, have a healthy lifestyle and no, enjoy the intimacy. 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 <laughs> Um, yeah. Well, when you so, live alone, that's a whole different conversation. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's okay. Yeah. Um, so it's a couple of the other things like um, sunburn, like getting mm. aloe vera plants. Oh, aloe yeah, vera. yeah. And then yeah. rubbing that against your skin. Mm. 
Um, so that's a that's a home one. It I think works, with yeah. with like colds and things like chicken noodle soup or like mm-hmm. a honey tea. Yeah, lemon tea. I love honey lemon tea. It's so good. Yeah, so that that sort of helps you, you know. And I think a lot of it is to do just with the, you know the hotness of the and the moisture coming yeah. up and clearing your mm-hmm. your airways. But who doesn't love a good chicken noodle soup? That is good, especially ones made from scratch. So you've actually got like the um the strands of chicken in there, and oh, yeah, vegetables. Like I'm just getting getting hungry thinking about it. Really, I actually made a mad. Um, so this this was my Saturday night. So mm. uh, home Saturday night. Uh, put on the fire, the wood fire, and decide I'm cooking a chicken and vegetable soup on the fire. So Ooh. on the fireplace. And mm. uh, just had it sitting there for a few hours and, you know, just the smell in the living room with the food cooking and, you know, just the, the length of time, it was was spectacular. Do you remember, like, when we were kids, mum and dad used to actually cook that pea and ham soup and they used to make literally, like, seven or eight litres of the stuff. I still have nightmares. Oh my god! Really, I used to yeah. love that stuff. Honestly, like the split pean ham soup. I mean, you used to be sitting on top of the wood stove for so long, and basically we'd eat that nonstop for like two days. You just yeah. walk into the kitchen, have a bowl through, a uh, bowl full. Sorry, yeah. walk away, come back, have another one. Oh, it was amazing. I used I'm not to, a fan. What I used to, I love about the fire is the <laughs> cooking the crumpets in there. Crumpet. Oh, yeah. So we'd get like a crumpet, open yep. the fire up, and cook like there or toast. Yeah, right. yeah that's like, true. So we didn't use a toaster, or we'd go to the wood fire when we had these little fork things. Yeah, put yeah, the yeah. bread on it, put it in there, or the crumpet, put it in the actual uh, yeah, yeah. fire itself, yeah, right. cook it up. So it's like a wood toasted crumpet. Cover it with carbon. Yeah, yeah. That's what so, it is. Yeah, yeah, it was good. And then you know, put a little bit of like, a rock of leche on it. And, oh, that's good. Oh yeah. I've so, had it for a while. What's that? It's like a caramel. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. So, Easily made. Yeah. All you have to do is get sweet condensed milk and then boil it for an hour. Yeah. And just, you know, hope it's that it delicious. doesn't boil dry and explode. Yeah. Yeah, right. And it tastes amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it actually caramelizes it. It's basically just caramel spread. Oh, And so it's pretty good. much just sugar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't go wrong, it's, can't it's go wrong with sugar, can yeah. you? Yeah. All right, so I'm actually getting a little hungry now. <laughs> yeah, it's like this, this podcast is big on food, I've noticed. Yeah, it is. Um, so you've had a, let's, let's say you've had a little rough trot recently <laughs> yeah, it's been a rough couple of years that's true yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. you're not showing it so that's that's a good thing like, yeah, still positive and beautiful and, and the you know just a genuinely awesome guy you are i should say for the uh podcasters out there the listeners that i'm the best looking out of the trio here <laughs> she <laughs> we will put a photo up troy oh no <laughs> yeah this gets edited out real easily as well yeah. <laughs> um so what i wanted to talk about and you know this honestly isn't and this sounds weird, mm. but it wasn't of your your fault. So there's like you've lost your you lost your license recently, um, mm. but it actually wasn't your fault. Which I won't go into detail. Um, These things but, happen sometimes. Yeah, you've got to roll with it. Really, you got to roll with the punches. Yeah. Um, so you've lost your license for was it three months? Yeah, that's right. So how hard was life not having a license? The funny thing was, is I don't really, um, I don't travel that much. I, I don't mind public transport. So for me, it wasn't too difficult. And with COVID being here, there was nowhere for me to go. Mm. So essentially, I just would um, spend you know, time at home most of the time. And if I had to go anywhere, well, uh, I live near the train station, so I just jump on the train to the city or wherever I got to go. And it hasn't been too bad. I mean, these, these three months have gone by really quick. But I'm not going to lie, I missed having the car, especially when I went shopping, because it'd be a good two k's or so to the shopping centre, and I have to drag all the actual bags back. And the first couple of times I did that, I made the mistake of uh, over shopping and actually having to cart back like about you know 20 kilos worth of stuff. 
Yeah, right. So I, th- I think, yeah, I think the shopping thing is is pretty. Like pr- that, that'd be hard. Mm. But just the freedom, the loss of like you're relying, you're so relying on trains and buses and like just not being able to jump in your car and just like I feel like going to the beach. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Well, as as we as I said, you know, COVID though. So for a good mm. couple of months, there was nowhere for me to go. So uh, really, timing-wise, I mean, if the river is a good time to lose your license, I timed it beautifully. <laughs> yeah. Best time to lose it. Do you ever think about, like, um, delivery with your, your shopping? Like, yeah. That, that, that goes all right. I did hear that, but I'm also um, aware of the fact that it costs, like, $10 for the delivery. So I'm like, ah, oh, I could just walk there. I mean, being between jobs as well, I'm like, ah, oh, I've got time. So I can just walk down to the shop and walk back. Rather yeah, than just spending the ten bucks to get it delivered, what would you do, Nixie? Would you pay the ten bucks? <laughs> oh yeah, you know, you know, I'm paying that ten bucks. You know, there's there's no way that I'm walking to the shop and back carrying a bunch of shopping. Did you think about stealing a trolley? I would have stolen a trolley, guaranteed. Oh, I think it would have been noticed, you know, because um, since I live in Maylands, I would have walked me through the Mainland Cafe strip, and if they these people, everyone saw me, you know, pushing a trolley along the street, I'd be uh, I'd be noticed pretty quickly. So I think they'd probably think you're homeless. <laughs> you pushing on with homeless guys got on this shopping <laughs> you know it's moving home uh, yeah. no no but still like I said I wasn't wasn't too bad I didn't um, I didn't mind it but I'm glad to have a license back because the first thing I did when I got it back on Friday is I went to the shops yeah. and got a decent shop yeah. and uh, actually I went to go visit um, visit a friend of mine and instead of taking me an hour to take bus and trains to get there it was a bit over 10 minutes drive. I kid you not. What? <laughs> that is so bad. So it usually take you an hour. Oh, well, 45 minutes, yeah. yeah. And it took 10 minutes when you gave your own car. Yeah, a bit over, yeah, a bit over 10 minutes, yeah. Because I didn't have to wait for trains or buses and wait for them to line up. Because, of course, you know, when you you have to wait for a train, then, of course, when you get to the destination, you've got to wait for a bus. And the bus might come late or you might miss it. So you've got to wait a little bit longer. And then, of course, you've got to walk that last distance as well. Uh, so your public transport's not really the best in WA. It's better than, you know... Stabbing the eye with a burnt stick, I guess, but yeah. Either way, it doesn't matter. I've got a, I've got my car back. It's fine. Just say stabbing the eye <laughs> with a burnt, burnt stick. stick. <laughs> I know. I uh, yeah, he's a he's a country boy too. Um, I just yeah, I don't. You've just convinced me that I would get my shopping delivered. <laughs> <laughs> how do you think you would go, Nixie, without your license? Ooh. Oh, I you know with how active I am and everything mm. that I do, like my life would be nearly impossible to be able to execute because i'm very uh very organized i've got a lot of things that happen quickly and i Mm. I realize uh, i rely on my car to get me from a to b in one job to the next job Mm. and i think i think for me if i was to lose my license i'd you know i'd I'd have to find a different job yeah Yeah. that's, that's fair yeah do you guys all have uh, manual licenses? Yes. Yeah. Like all three? Yeah. Because I do know, um, apparently there's been a bit of a trend slowly over the years that a lot of people are just focusing on the automatic licenses. Um, and I do know that it's harder to get manual car, uh, manual vehicles now. Um, and that's why I picked up my car so cheap, actually, because, you know, it was a manual and a diesel and nobody likes those. Yeah. I just, I, I don't, I just think we're, with where we grew up, Yeah. if I got an automatic license... Hmm. Uh, I would never live that down, like at all. Like my friends would have been like, hmm. uh, "No, that's you can't actually drive." 
like because I, uh, you got an auto license, yeah. you'd actually know how to drive probably. <laughs> um, what about you, Sammy? Though, do you actually like a lot of your mates? Do they all have manual or does yeah, a lot think, of them have automatic? Nah, most of my mates have got oh. manual. Yeah, I think maybe a bit younger than me is probably where that wave might have changed a little bit. Well, I think like a lot of people are getting auto licenses because, like, if we're realistic, mm. cars are going in that direction anyway. Yeah, so yeah, it's, true. It's just easier, isn't it? You actually pay more. I know because I was selling cars for a while. You're actually paying more for a manual car now than you are for an automatic car. Oh, because that yeah. was like, that was the big selling point when um for a long time the reason why people normally buy manual uh, buy manuals over automatics is because they were like you know two grand cheaper or so. Because yeah, the the factory the factory fit cars now are all auto. Oh, the more you know. So depending on the car, like, I think if it's a four wheel drive or something, yeah, like a, a Ute. Hmm. Like they will need because they're like the torque and being able to control gears and that's true you know it's important to have a manual um, gearbox but like they might be the same or or less expensive but hmm. i think if the car comes as a standard as an auto if you wanted to get a manual version of it it's mm-hmm. going to cost you more because you have to change the factory sort of yeah right. you know, so you're not ordering from the book i guess yeah i understand yeah yeah <laughs> so i think that's yeah i think that's weird i'd really struggle without a license so i think you've done well you've got it back now yeah that's right yes um hence why you're on podcast 14 rather than podcast <laughs> three <laughs> so, um so we're happy to have you here um you were um obviously when you're a young kid um you look up to your older siblings and um you know, they influence you in a lot of ways. And probably the, the, the one area that you influenced me really, really heavily, um, particularly when we, we started becoming teenagers, was my influence on music. So what I wanted to talk about is, is you know, who's influenced your musical tastes and how, you know, um, you know and, and what sort of music you're into because of, because of that. And is, is your music taste more diverse because of that or are you sort of more in a sort of streamline because they've influenced it so hard, I guess? I think the biggest influence on my taste, I mean, to begin with, probably would have been the old man. So him blaring out records at you know until like two or three in the morning each and every night got me a a bit of a hankering for Pink Floyd, um, some of the older bands or uh, Super Tramp, Super Tramp, Skyhooks. Sky, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Skyhooks. Yeah, I know all those. Yeah, um, and uh, oh, Led Zeppelin as well. Yeah, I do like Led Zeppelin. But you know what really influenced me with music when we were growing up? Mm. Rage. Rage. Watching lots of Rage on telly because, you know, back then we only had like, what, ABC, GWN yeah. and um, and Rage is what we listened to like pretty much every weekend from what, like it used to start from what? Midnight. S- midnight until 10 a.m. 10 a.m. in the morning, yeah. yeah. And so listening to that is what really made me kind of have such a wide range of music, I guess. Like, you know me, like my tastes are a little bit a little bit weird at time. Like I used to, I went through like a Bjork phase. And, you did? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good Chemical old Bjerk. Brothers. Chemical Brothers. Oh, yeah. And I, do, I do like me heavy beats. Yeah. Used to like listen to the rave music and, um, you know, drum and bass, that kind of thing. Like on the way here, I was listening to Beastie Boys, actually. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, my tastes are, haven't, haven't changed too much for the past 10 years, though. I think the last, the newest band I've listened to recently would have been Franz Ferdinand. So they came out like, what, 2009? Yeah, 2007, I think, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, crazy. You could have plugged that perfectly. That could have been another Coach Nick's plug right there. I think. <laughs> How do you? Yeah. You didn't. You didn't shout out your brother's your brother's musical journey. Musical journey. Well. I don't know. I didn't realize actually I influenced your taste that much. All I know is that you used to comment on how weird my music was sometimes. Oh, Radiohead! I did get you on the Radiohead. Yeah, love Radiohead. Uh, ben Folds Five. Yeah. yeah, I listen to them. Still listen to them now. Uh, Soundgarden. Oh, Soundgarden. Yeah. Jeez. Nirvana. Nirvana. 
Yeah, so that's again. I was at a very impressionable age and listen to <laughs> listen to those things. Um, I remember when you were at university and we'd go to university and oh, you had yeah. no money, but you still had enough money to buy two massive big subwoofers in the back of your car. <laughs> it was one yeah. subwoofer. Oh, one was it? Was the hugest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it cost no, we actually managed to get it cheap because it was a display model that and the amplifier back then. This is like two thousand, and I think it cost a hundred bucks. This car, this is like this Sigma. We used to. His name was. Beatrice, I used to call it. <laughs> yeah. This was a 1980 Mitsubishi Sigma, Aston 2000. Yep, it I went like the clappers. You could actually, you could drive at 90 k's an hour in second if you wanted to. That car, <laughs> that car drove on rails. I used to be able to take like 90 degree corners flat out. It was amazing. Anyway, the car itself was only worth 500 bucks, and I believe the stereo at the time, all the bits and pieces in there, was worth about maybe 600 dollars. So the stereo is worth more than that. Yeah, back in back in '99 when I put yeah. all that stuff in. I just remember getting to the university and he puts Chemical Brothers on, oh. and all just jump in the car and all it is is just this bass like do <laughs> do. Oh, it would rattle like crazy too. Oh, yeah. This is like a so. Oh, what's that noise? Oh, that's actually the car. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, so that was brilliant. So Sam, do you have anyone that sort of or any experience that's influenced your music heavily? Hmm. Well, I think similar. I had an older brother at the time. Well, I still do. Still got one, yeah. Yeah, no, he's still here. Um, but well, now I think, yeah, he doesn't influence my music anymore. He did mm-hmm. um, a bit. Uh, a bit of everyone, really, I think, when you're younger because you're listening to other people's music. Um, and then I think um, my time in Tucson um, yeah. probably uh, helped my, my music taste a little bit um, with all that kind of music. And then, yeah. Pretty much it. I'm very diverse in my music taste. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm. I listen to like Jamie Callan and Michael Bublé, and I'll also listen to um, like Fear Factory and System of a Down, and and I'll listen to Jack mm. Johnson as well as you know um, Kanye West. Like so, a bit of everything. As long as it's good music, you know, I'm I'm happy listening to it. But yeah. my my actual go tos. Like, uh, it's still probably that 90s era. I still listen to a yeah. lot of 90s music, like lots of 90s music. It's, um, you know, it's definitely what I enjoy and it's influenced me. I was thinking the same thing because, I mean, even though, of course, we all still consider ourselves quite young, but I do admit my musical tastes have been kind of stuck in a bit of a, a bit of a time warp, I guess. They haven't moved on much from maybe, maybe the mid-2000s because, like I said, Franz Ferdinand was the last new band I really, really like, mm. but... Yeah, there's been nothing since then. I've got a couple that I think you should listen to. Yeah. Uh, I reckon you should listen to Gang of Youths. Okay. Gang of Youths are a, a, a really, really, you know, I think they're a band that you'd, you'd enjoy. Yeah. Um, if you want something really Aussie, Smith Street Band Okay. is, is really cool. So um, I like listening to them as new music. Yeah. Um, so, and I, I there's, yeah, there's a couple of... Uh, female artists that are out at the moment. Odette is pretty cool. It's a little bit different, which you might like. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I actually, I, I, like I said, I like a wide variety of music, but um, I like Maggie Rogers. Really like Maggie Rogers. Mm. She's super cool. So, Coach Nix, he's pretty good as well. He's all right. Yeah, yeah I did, I did hear a few of his tunes. Yeah, it's actually a couple of his. The um, I'm trying to think what my favourite one of his would be. Animalistic Fantasies. Oh, that's that's Sammy tune. loves Animalistic Fantasies. That's his. Go- that's his go-to tune. That's my jam. Yeah. Straight up, yeah. I think uh, hard to see the sun. You like, or yeah, um, you are from Mars. 
have to look at the, I have to look at yeah. the, uh, have to look at the names. Yeah, but anyway, it's uh, less enough about Coach Nix. It's, it's wonderful <laughs> music, but it's uh, check it out on YouTube. Look up the name <laughs> Coach Nix. That's C O A C H N I X. Subscribe now. Yeah. Um, so what? I, you mentioned something, and it's a little off topic, but you name your cars, Troy. <laughs> I do. So I think, like I've always thought that is weird as hell, and I know it's something that. Like our parents used to do as well. Like <laughs> my dad, we had a an old silver Valiant, so it wasn't silver to start with. Then we painted it silver. silver it's a bit like bullet. we, yeah, yeah, called it the silver yeah. bullet. Um, yeah, yeah, boy. <laughs> we used to like painting a house pink and bloody red. Um, so yeah, the the silver bullet. And Mum had a car called she called Susie. So it was That's a right, Suzuki. Yep. Now she called Susie. And you name your cars. Now I personally think that's weird as hell. Um, because I'm just like the red car or the white car. <laughs> so for you, like why? why? Well, my, my car's always a bit of a gamble. So uh, the first car I had was an old XW Falcon. Uh, so that was 1969 that was made. This thing was built like a tank. I hit a, um, I actually hit like a pole once and the pole was destroyed. The car, the smallest dent in the chrome fender. But um, this thing was ginormous and a bit of a land whale too. So uh, you couldn't turn very well. But... It, it was fine in a straight line. I used to call that Lola. It was painted sky blue, I remember. Yeah, we like painted it. that sky blue. Too. We did, yeah, because yeah. it was supposed to be like an ice blue, but when we yeah. got the paint, the paint didn't turn out the way it was supposed to. <laughs> so it ended up being a sky blue um, machine. Pretty big. It had like a, a queen-size bed you could fit in the back. Yeah. It was pretty impressive. And bench seats, it was, it was great. I had some fun in that car. That was a good car. Yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, after that, was um, yeah, it was Beatrice. That was the Sigma. Yeah. Then, of course, we had like, you know, uh, had a red car, called it Ruby, had um, a yellow car, called it Tweety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, have a bit of a pattern, we have a bit of a pattern here. Yeah, you do. Uh, let's see, yeah. had a silver car, we called it Misty. Misty? Yeah. Um, and my latest car, actually, funnily enough, I actually haven't named my Peugeot yet. Yeah. I was maybe thinking about calling it um, maybe Piglet or something like that. The well, Peugeot? Yeah. Maybe like some like Pierre. Pierre. Oh, Pierre. oh I like that, yeah. Pierre. I said, Pierre the Peugeot. I've never had a boy car. Yeah. <laughs> so, this would be your first one. My first boy car. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's it right. It drives well. It, yeah, it does. Yeah, it's a nice car. I like it. I like it. That was, I think it's a good car. Have you ever named your car Sandra? No, I haven't um I haven't named my car, but I don't like I do there are quite a few people I think that name their car. Uh I don't know why. <laughs> it doesn't mean you know, um, it kind of it's, it's a living thing. It lives, it breathes, it hates. Alright, well here's another question for you then, Troy. Do you name your junk as well or Oh, actually, there was there was a name for it once upon a time. <laughs> what was it? It was Elliot. <laughs> as, a, as an Elliot the elephant. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Uh, I think that's um, and that's and that's tonight's show done. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. Um, Please listen again. <laughs> um, I actually think that's a, a really good name, <laughs> Elliot the elephant. It's well, you know, normally people, especially like if you're in relationships as well, you get nicknames for parts of bodies, I guess. So, do you? You know, that? Oh, okay. no, must be, that's the weird thing, I guess. Yeah, maybe it was, maybe it was just me. Sam, the relationships you, I was in, I guess. Sam, do you name your junk? No, no, <laughs> no, nothing like maybe not nothing like you know, not, little not, fella, not midget or something, midget or you know. <laughs> nah, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, I I have on like as a joke called it Crawl Warrior King before only because <laughs> on a movie I think it was How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days or something mm. the Mac Mahoney's character calls his Crawl the Warrior King and I thought that was hilarious. Crawl so, the yeah, King. yeah. So I've said that as a joke. 
you know, in the past. But yeah, no, it's not something I don't name cars and don't name my junk. <laughs> so interesting. <laughs> it, was just, just e- it was just easy to shout encouragement. If you're driving a car that's not doing too well, you can you know kind of coax it to life. And yeah. I guess the same applies to you. Come your on, junk. Lola. Come on, Lola. Let's go. Right. Come on, Elliot. Time to wake up. Check out my hat. See what it looks like. So talking about. Uh, you said that as a couple, you'll name certain parts. <laughs> Can you give us an example of some bits that you've named? No, 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 I won't be doing examples. It's you fine. won't be exposing that? Like, no, no, I won't be. You don't call like, people's nipples Nancy or something? Like... <laughs> Left and right. Oh, no, yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, all right. Um, wow. Okay. Well, that was, uh, that was in a direction I didn't expect, but I've really enjoyed it. So, um, all right. Uh, I've... The T bomber, uh, <laughs> providing unique, the goods. That's it, a unique soul uh, with unique <laughs> ideas. Um, if there are other people that do the same thing, please don't leave Troy alone in his, <laughs> in his weirdness. Uh, let us know because I'd love to hear uh, the best name for your car or yes. your junk. Or yeah, or if you need your car name, hit up yeah. Troy because yeah, cause well, hit us up. Creative. My opinion is unqualified, and send us a picture of your car. And we'll name it for you. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I'm keeping Pierre though. Pierre's a it's a good name. Pierre. Pierre. Pierre's yeah. a good name. Thanks. I named your car. You did. Wow. Sweet. I like On it. the podcast. No, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Um, you 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 brought a really interesting topic in, Sam, today. Yeah, I was um I was having a bit of a scroll today on on my phone, and I seen uh the rapper Six Nine. Um, I wonder what that stands for. <laughs> nice. I'm not sure. Um. No idea. Okay. I'll just turn around. Um, <laughs> he is getting paid five million dollars for one online concert. Now, that's interesting in itself. Mm. But, but what makes it more interesting? The thing that makes it interesting is that he's actually on house arrest. I think. Or is it house arrest? Or he was in jail, and then when COVID came, he he played the whole uh, got asthma card and how gangster. Got um put out, got taken out of jail and put into his house so that he had less chance of getting covered. Mm. And now he's out here making top songs and stuff and living the dream in in uh, under house arrest. A bit of a Pablo Escobar type lifestyle, I guess. When Pablo made mm. his own jail. Yeah, I think that's like it's a little. I guess I can't think of the word, but I'm going to say frustrating. For those people that are, you know, you know, not criminals, mm. um, that are trying to make, you know, a living, and this guy is, you know, obviously meant to be in prison right now, and wouldn't get the the same opportunities to make music and things, is allowed to make music, and now he's going to do a concert and make five million dollars. Mm. When if he was in prison, he wouldn't be allowed to do that. So I guess for me, the 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 conversation is, is. Even though he's not in jail for his health reasons, and and that's mm. that's fair enough, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um. Should he be allowed to be working and making an income when he couldn't when he was in jail, and that's where he's meant to be? Yeah. See, what gets me though is that I mean, first we should say that apparently like COVID's kind of gone rampant through the prisons in the states. So him going out because of asthma, all right. But yeah, he's kind of he's cashing in on his being infamous, really, in like his criminal background. I mean, I don't think that if he didn't have the criminal background that he did, because I'm sure he's done quite a few things, all he's done that is to enhance his reputation, I guess, and it's probably 
more that than his music ability himself. Because I'm sure there's better rappers out there. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You should see some videos of him. Um, there was a video of him trying to um, sing with... I'm oh. um, trying to think who it was. It was it was another singer who was quite good who was, who was teaching me. He's like, I want to sing like this guy. Hmm. And he was trying to sing. And I think he does it... Um, he did it really badly. And I think mm-hmm. he... Now that I think about it, he I think he did it just because he knew if he did that, his name would be in the press so much. Like, it would be like 6 okay. 9 Like, look at this. Like, laugh at him. But at the same time, like, 5 million people are watching him. Yeah, so do you think it's, like, more a reflection on society? Just, you know, yes. wanting, you know, to, to look up to, like, a criminal figure like that? Or do you think it's more the fact that uh, he's uh, just a really smart marketer? His marketing is top quality because he... um. It's funny because he, I think he aligned himself with a, um, with a gang or whatever, and that's how he kind of mm. um, built up his fame and whatnot. But he didn't, when they talked to people that were actually in the gang, he wasn't very um, active. active in the um, thing. And um, it's quite funny because he's also a snitch oh. because that's how he lowered his sentence um, okay. of his jail sentence. He, he um, snitched on everyone, all gang members and stuff like that. So it's funny, he's already had to move house once in house arrest because um, he posted an Instagram live video or something like that and they could see where he lived. <laughs> so for his own safety, he had to move house or whatever. But the man's, yeah, it's, it's crazy because as like, bad as it is, the guy's, he's a low-key genius to be able to market himself mm-hmm. and, and, and um, probably not the safest way to, to make your millions. Um, probably pissing off the wrong kind of people, but... Um, mm-hmm. I know, it's sort of worked though. Yeah, I just think, yeah, yeah I, I don't know, understand how like the justice system can allow someone to be under house arrest and still, like, well, I would, I'd be thinking, look, if this is his source of income and this is how he gets it, I'm removing all technology. You know, you're under house arrest so you don't get sick, but your home should be like a prison. Well, the thing is, the guy's in the states and he's famous, yeah. and I guess they go they go by different rules. Those who have a bit of fame over there, uh, I'd like to think that the same wouldn't apply in Australia, but you know, who knows. But generally, I think there's even laws here, actually. You can't benefit off criminal uh, criminal enterprises here. So let's say, so for example, what was it, Chopper Reed? Yep. He, um, he wanted to write, like, books and that. Well, he did. actually he yeah. wrote, he wrote children's yeah. books and that. But he actually couldn't... Uh, I don't think he'd get, the, he'd get the proceeds of that, though. Really? Actually, when he was in... Was it, maybe it was when he was in prison. I know he can't cash in on his story, though. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I just think something should apply to that as well. But just, you're right, getting paid five million, that you're right, and he wouldn't have done it if he was still in prison. It's yeah. uh, one concert as well. That's, I, that's crazy. I just think the thing with the chopper thing, like yeah. he couldn't make money out of his story, but they made a lot of money. Other people made a lot of money yeah, out of the story. We're making the movie and stuff. It's a good film. And how good was Eric Banner in that movie? Yeah, that's right. Oh, hilarious. Anyway, um, so six nights under house arrest mm. we were kind of under house arrest for a <laughs> long period of time with the, the covid thing and we've mentioned this before but how good has wa done really um very lucky and fortunate to be here um but during that three month period troy mm. now you couldn't go anywhere because you didn't have a license anyway mm. and you know we had to stay home and there was no work that you had to do <laughs> so i'm guessing that you picked up some hobbies i did i actually i started um started out working out alone quite a bit so you know, couldn't go to the gym anymore. But the main hobby I picked up was uh, playing the piano. Something I always wanted to do. And I did actually have like a piano lying around, which I was 
trying to learn years ago but gave up on and thought, well, I've got the time now. And uh, yeah, I've been playing that nonstop for the past three months. And how are you going with it? Pretty good, actually. I'm pretty pretty happy with it. I can read music now, which is great. Um, I can play quite a few pieces. It's not like, you know, Beethoven or anything like that, but I'm pretty happy considering it's only been three months. So yeah, I've, I've enjoyed it. So it's given me, this has given me the time and opportunity to really kind of upskill in some ways, I guess. Are you going to have a little uh, jam session with Coach Nix, the piano and, and, and the guitar? I don't think I'm good enough for that. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, have some belief, yeah, belief bro. No, I'd need like sheet, well, I'm pretty good at following sheet music, but when it comes to like making stuff up, like ad-libbing on the piano, I'm not, that's what I mean. You have to be up at a certain point to be able to ad-lib on the piano, otherwise it just sounds like you're bashing keys. Yeah, yeah. right. It's a bit like that on the guitar. You've got to be like a genius to write your own stuff, really. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. Musical genius. Yeah, All of our so. times, even. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Um, that's Coach Nick's. Yeah. Um, Sam, too many plugs this one, but that's all right. Um, Sam, um, was there any hobbies that you took? Um, yeah. Well, I tried to play the ukulele. You did? Yeah, um, I was there. <laughs> very good. Very good at it. Um, mm-hmm. Can really get a crowd involved. I don't play that's the true. ukulele much. Um, but you can't say the crowd doesn't get involved when I when I get up on stage. Ding, 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 um, ding. And then just skateboarding. I try to kickflip. Still can't kickflip. Oh. Um, but how, how much time have you put into the kickflip? Probably like not too much. Yeah. Well, my attention span's really short. Even with the ukulele, I can sit down for about 15 minutes and then uh, my mind starts wandering. Mm. Well, do you know what I did? What did you that? do? Started a podcast. Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, I can say that too. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, with with my my boy Sammy. So um, we researched a lot of things, uh, read a lot about podcasting. Um, it's all coming together. So I think I think that's that that was good. That was something exciting that I, that I did, and you know we had a fair bit of time, and we're still still doing it now, which is which is great. Um, I've set up a home gym, mm. um, which I've had pieces sort of come in and out, but you know I've I'm actually made the decision again today that let's let's set up a real proper home gym. Um, get some dumbbells and some racks and some different things in, which I think would be fun. I was actually um, thinking about this, right? Because I was thinking, do I get a gym membership, right? Or do I get some stuff mm. uh, for at home? Because it's, it's a bit weird, right? Because I was thinking, and my mate was like, oh, it's so expensive, this stuff, right? And then I thought, like, a gym membership for a year comes out to like 750 bucks. Yep. So, like, if you can get, like, a home gym for like a grand, mm. like, and you've got it forever. Well, if you spend say fifteen hundred dollars, that's two years worth of gym membership, and you can use that for yeah. you know five so, six years. I think when it comes to home gyms, though, some people seem to go a little bit overboard. Though they buy so much equipment, so many things that I've always thought you don't really believe it. I mean, apart from maybe a like a, a chin up bend. Chin ups? What's the just the bench? The flat or just a flat bench? Oh, you just the bench? Yeah, yeah, yeah. just the bench. Um, like maybe in a, a small assortment of weights and some dumbbells, and maybe some you know pull up bars or rings. That's all you need. I mean, you don't have to get the full on like uh, like the whole setup where it's like you know this large large machine that costs thousands of dollars. Yeah, no, I think if you got a if you got a barbell, you got a squat rack. Yeah. you've got an adjustable bench, so you can do um, decline and incline presses. Hmm. I think that's really all you need, and dumbbells are good. Like just a couple of dumbbells, like you don't really need much more than that. And don't neglect your um your body weight exercises too. I think a lot of people focus so much on the weights and the machines, whereas if you can kind of do more uh, body weight exercises themselves that use like compound movements and things like that, 
makes a real difference. I mean, all I use is just a couple of dumbbells and I've been using those for quite a while now. And yeah, it's, it's great. That and some chin-ups and pull-ups. That's all I needed, really. Yeah. And Sam, you can always come to my gym, man. Hmm. Nixie's gym. That's half my problem, though, is I don't want to travel. I think I could get more done if I, it's just at home. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, get that. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And that's the way I'm thinking as well. Like, it's just nice to be at home and, you know, lifting. And I'd actually, having kids, it's good to see my kids see me being active and working out and working, Absolutely. like, being strong. I think that's a um, that's a really good influence. And then I noticed that Kyan, my son now does push-ups and sit-ups and, like, he uses the one kilo weights and oh, and nice. does some things, which is, which is good. I know that's not going to hurt him and I'm mm-hmm. teaching him good technique and, you know, he's learning how to, you know, just sort of get exposure to that early because i remember probably the thing when i started playing football at a high level like waffle level and they forced me to go to the gym and i'd never really been to the gym before Mm. i didn't enjoy it because i was intimidated i was a little scared um you know these guys that have been going to the gym for years were lifting heavy weights and yeah they you know i felt like i had to when because the environment didn't allow me to to sort of discover and fly myself so Mm, mm, mm. i think if i can expose my son or we can expose kids to to lifting in safe environments Mm. i think they're going to be better for it particularly if they're a talented kid that might get thrust into that environment um later on so and to you know encourage them to just do things at their own pace and not to try and make it some kind of competition where you have like a bunch of guys around trying to push the heaviest waist that heavy you know heaviest weights they possibly could and Mm. just asking for injury really yeah i agree well sam it's that time once again. It is. <laughs> um, follow us, share, uh, keep showing love. Yep. Um, Just remember hashtag opinions unqualified. All right. Um, and if you've got any any ideas, with hopefully you've seen the review on the. Uh, I haven't posted it yet. You gonna, yeah, I've been. I don't know what I've been doing, but yeah. So we're gonna we're I'll, gonna have yeah. a, a review out this week for. Uh, an interesting product. Um, yeah, it's a bit weird. But. Yeah, and then we're going to need lots of feedback on that so we can improve. Yeah, I agree. Troy, thanks for being on, bro. Pleasure. Uh, did you enjoy the experience? I did. I, you know, happy to come back anytime. Love it. Thank you. Uh, we, we'll definitely hold you to that. <laughs> um, so yeah, thanks for being on. Um, and you know, on behalf of Sam, Troy, and myself, stay happy, stay safe, love hard to build your immunity up. And uh, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll catch you soon. Sure.